Shiver me timbers, mateys. We're back. It's week nine. We're in the crow's nest. Woo. Uh, end of October. Hit us pretty quick there. Uh, we're into November now. It's the first slate, uh, the week one of November. So again, October, we have uh, we have a weekly winner and a monthly winner. And today, it's me, Lil Ricky. We've got Hanker here, and we've also got a special guest with us today. He's our first mate this week, a lovely bearded fella, an ex-co-worker of mine. Uh, he's, you know, I'll, I'll say, I will say, and I'll ask him about this in a second, but one of the guys who was gambling before gambling was cool, for sure. So uh, I'd like to, you know, have a warm welcome for Zachary McDonald. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you for the warm introduction, Eric. Uh, yeah, I like to think I've been gambling for a while. Zach, um, the, the the one story that pops in my mind, and, and maybe you can elaborate a little bit, but I remember this one distinctly. We were working together at the time at McDougal Insurance, and you had, I want to say it was a five or six touchdown score parlay, and Jimmy Graham was on that list, and on the final play in a blowout game, he catches a one-hander with zero seconds on the clock, and that one you the parlay. That was the final guy. <laughs> yep. You remember Catch this? It. And you walk one hand and into the tunnel. Yeah, walk off TD for the win for like twelve hundred bucks or thirteen hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, so I think you had a free bet, right, on bet three sixty five or something, and then you had puts in six yeah, guys stuck to it to him. <laughs> Everyone had hit, and it, it looked like no hope. And then the last play of the game, Jimmy Graham one-hander walk off through the tunnel. Good night, Jim yep. Kite. That was incredible. Never count him out. Never count him out. Have you have you ever done any drugs that have gotten you as high as you were in that moment? Uh no. Not to date. Okay. I can't <laughs> There's lots out there though, but uh no, that's pretty good high. And I like Jimmy too. He's uh how can you not, right? Yeah. Jimmy Graham, he he was, you know, he sort of floated around at the end of his career, but yeah. he, he was a big He was dog. kicking around. He'd always be kicking tires. So yeah. Uh, Alicia's coming through. She's going to do a little load of laundry, so don't mind her in the background. But, uh, new segment. Yeah, new segment. New, se- new segment, whites or darks. We got there, Alicia. <laughs> Just skids. We mix them all together. We're saving the environment. Yeah. We're being, yeah. Very political podcast. Um, okay, yeah, that's great. Uh, week eight. So Quick little recap, uh, the the winner from week eight was Aaron Bonham Carter. This is a guy who's been, uh, he's been with us from week one. He's been uh, slapping them together. Um, he, he won the week eight. We also had our monthly winner. And Aaron, despite being with us most of, uh, or, or through week one all the way to week eight, he was just shy of that October pot. We actually had three winners there, so... Alicia doing laundry behind me. Uh, my brother Liam, I swear it's not biased. And uh, and one of your buddies, Hanker, uh, Sick Beauty Bates. Yeah, best, yeah, best Instagram handle in the league. Probably the defining moment was uh, he was in Saudi Arabia for some reason. And he did a camel ride and he had like the whole outfit and he changed his name to Seek Beauty Bates for a bit. And uh, I think ever since then, he's broken the algorithm. But yeah, he'll be pumped because what it seems like is happening now is the first few weeks, yeah, we had a little bit more. The hype was real, a little more participation from the casuals. 
but we're just the crewmates who still ride each week are actually in it to win. You can tell by the way they're picking. Nobody's picking the funny ones. Uh, I don't think anyone picked a 300-pound person to score a touchdown last week, and that's how you know people are serious. Yeah, there was a, there was only one person who picked that, and there was only one person who picked the Rams to beat the 49ers. So, yeah, people are doing their homework right now. Yeah. We've uh, we, we've got some true crewmates in here uh, ripping the sheets each week. And, and that, I guess, brings us into November, right? So, again, we're going to have four weeks in November. We want to get, uh, you know, as much participation as we can, build that pot up so the weekly winners are happy, and then also there's going to be a monthly winner who's uh, who's sailing out of here with some good dough. But with that, I think let's kick it off. We've got the week nine prop sheet. We've got a couple good ones and a first mate uh, question that, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a tough one, Spicy. but Zach's going to provide some insight. So here we go. We're going to start week one with the Battle of the Cats. We've got the Panthers versus the Bengals. And on paper, I mean, this game, you know, the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. I know, Zach, I think you're you're a pretty big fan of Joey B. Do you have any shares of any Bengals guys in any of your fantasy leagues? Uh, well, I'm only in one fantasy league, and I don't really have much of anything in that one. So, no, no <laughs> Bengals on that. Actually, no, I don't, no. So, so I'm in that league with Zach, and uh, I call it a roller coaster league, but basically how it works, it's a keeper league. So one year, you, you don't want to be caught in the middle. You want to be either up or down. So this year, Zach is selling all of his players, trying to get those draft picks. He's made a couple good deals. Uh, he's going to be gunning for it next year. I've been one of those guys who's always been in the middle. I, <laughs> I tend to come fourth or fifth. I don't win. It's not the best. So this year I might have to try and sell some guys too. We'll see. I always send out very one-sided trades for myself that typically get rejected very quickly. Uh, but yeah, Panthers versus Bengals, it's a pick em. Prop number two, we've done this one a couple times with different names. We're going to do, does a player with the first or last name, Allen, score a rushing or receiving touchdown on Sunday? So just off the top of your heads, I mean, obviously Josh Allen. Who who else Keenan we got? Keenan Allen from the Chargers. Lazard. Allen Lazard. And Robinson, um, I think, are the Allen, only four actors. Yeah. Allen Robinson, and <laughs> and yeah, as far as like at least the the guys who you'd recognize, that's probably the four. So I Josh actually, Allen. Right before this, I I looked it up, and yeah, there's only like four starting offense players, and you got. And, them. And, so. And again, de- defense counts too. So there are some defense special teams guys that you know could Gosh, slide in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, there you go. So there's uh, actually only no one player. person in the league whose first name is Alan, Alan Lazard. So nice to no, just and, that and Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson, Alan Robinson from the Rams. Oh, okay, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been great this year, but uh, at one point people thought he was good. Yeah. Okay, prop number three. This is another interesting one. Hanker and I will have to be on our game on Sunday to keep an eye out for this, but it's will an onside kick be recovered by the kicking team in any of the Sunday games? So obviously, you know, they've got to be kicking and recover the ball. It's, you know, it doesn't mean is there just going to be an onside kick. They have to recover it as well. Um, haven't seen, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think back. I think there's only been one so far this year that I can remember. Yeah. 
So I did my homework on this one. They're okay. one for twenty-five this year. Zach's gonna Jets. be our yeah. Was it the Flacco Just game? One. The Browns. Yeah, Just that's the Browns. only one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one I could think of too. So there you go. So only one, but hey, you never know. Uh, <laughs> you never know. There, it'll be one of those sort of three hundred pound questions. You might go yes and be the only one and, and snag a point there. Uh, up next, we've got. Will the Vikings record more than two and a half sacks against the Commanders? So the Vikings this year, I mean, I think a little bit of a shock. Uh, you know, they're they're leading that division sort of far and away, six and one. Um, they just made a move at the deadline, which was today as we're recording this. They got TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Detroit. So they're making a push. They're they're a pretty good team right now. They've got a good defense. I don't know sack wise, like you know how well they're doing. I didn't really look into it, but um, two and a half—that's that's a fairly modest line. I mean, especially against Washington. I did uh, homework again for this one. If you want, they got twenty-one Next total on stats. the year. Yeah, so you call me AWS back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> twenty-one total sacks on the year, so they're averaging three a game. So that line is set pretty well perfectly. You're either picking yeah. three or you're picking under it. So there you go. Thanks, AWS, Zachary McDonald. Uh, up next, this guy, been battling injuries all year. He's had a hamstring that's hampered him. He had a little bit of action week seven, and then they had their bye week last week. But it's Keenan Allen. Will he record over five and a half catches against the Falcons? And Zach probably also did his homework here. Um, but there's not a lot to go off, right? He, yeah, there's uh, not a lot of know, homework. He's typically a guy that uh, you would say yes to this all day, but he's been limited. So it's kind of one of those toss-up things. It might be one of those where you want to wait till uh, you know closer to 1 p.m. kickoff time on Sunday to submit your picks, but uh, but see the health of him and see where he's at. Five and a half's the line there. Uh, this one's nice, and it's it's definitely nice because we talk a little bit of fantasy on this show, and obviously, you know, most of the people that are doing this are probably in a fantasy league. So we're gonna we're gonna calculate who scores more standard scoring fantasy points out of these two Lions teammates. It's the running back DeAndre Swift and the running back Jamal Williams. So uh, Again, Zach, you don't have either of these guys. Hanker, do you have either of these guys? In I got game? Jamal Williams. Oh, you do have Jamal. Yeah, he's carrying the boys right now. He he's well, he outscored him last week. I mean, Swift was the guy you're taking in the first or second round. Williams, everyone grabbed late, and Williams has outscored him. I mean, Swift's been hurt, but mm-hmm. Williams has actually been the guy and and especially in the red zone, nabbing those touchdowns. He's a little vulture in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And guys, quick, maybe just a quick break, because you know it's not that fun to just rhyme these off. You guys working on anything wet? I've got a ice cold bush latte here, uh, really crisp, really nice. Had a couple of drinks at dinner. We were at the little friend's house, Tina Nguyen. If you know the name, mm-hmm. shout Went out Tina, there. shout out Jeff, shout out Tina, shout out her her boyfriend Jeff. I can always tell if someone from the East Coast has been in my house because there's a few of these kicking around. So 
Shout out Colin Gillis for uh, the extra keys that I found deep in my beer fridge. So I've been enjoying that. There you go. Shout out Gilly there. I'm on the water right now. Yeah, Zachary. Yeah, Uh, that bush light is looking good though. The bush, I mean, bush light's always going to be good. Zachary, are you doing a, a sober October? Wait, no, it's November. Are you doing a no drink November? What's going on? Are you nope. Doing, nope. No. Just keeping it clean. Keeping Just it, keep it clean. Tuesday keep it clean night. during the week. Yep. Yeah. Tuesday, okay. Wednesdays, keep it clean. Go nuts the rest of the week. A good boy. Yeah, I think your go nuts is a little harder than Hanker and I's <laughs> go nuts. So we we wheel the odd casual during the week. But uh, Hanker with a big turtleneck and blazer party on Friday gilly with the leftover beers I, I i will say this is off topic but i've never seen a guy wear a turtleneck and blazer and oh. look so good as colin gillis and i mean Hank too. he'll mix that in not ironically down the road because we we forced him to do this i think that's just joined his arsenal of looks yeah, he, he, he can absolutely rock it. It was incredible. I mean, I mean, Hanker, not to take anything away from you, you look great. You had a, a kind of salmon pink uh, turtleneck on with the blue blazer and obviously the mullet flowing out the back, so that was nice. Um, but, but yeah, it wasn't quite gilly level for sure. Okay. You know those guys that can't really go wrong, though. No, you're, you're, you're not fooling. You're not fooling. I mean, that guy's going to look good in anything. But, uh, but anyways, I mean – Tire pump for Colin Gillis. We're going to keep it rolling here. Uh, Up next, we've got, does Justin Fields, quarterback for the Chicago Bears, record a rushing touchdown against the Dolphins? So Justin Fields uh, just added a Canadian boy to his receiving core. Uh, They got Chase Claypool. In my mind, they overpaid. Uh, they, They sent a second and a fifth rounder, I think. Uh, to get him from the Steelers, which is a lot uh, for a guy who is the third string wide receiver on the Steelers, I think many would say. Uh, but Justin Fields, he's actually come on pretty hot. He's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback last three weeks in a row. So, I mean, he's been getting it done and he's been getting it done with his legs because he doesn't really have the receiving options. Did Chicago not just deal like a pretty solid like offensive lineman too? I thought they were mailing it in they, but obviously they, they were yeah it, they were bizarre because they dealt roquan smith their linebacker um who, who they you know roquan smith's leading the league in tackles right now like he you know that's not necessarily a good stat probably means you're on the field sure robert lot, quinn too what's that so i mean to cut you off robert quinn too to the eagles yeah exactly so, for this out of nowhere yeah, yeah, so they've been weird. in cell mode, and then they randomly grab Chase Claypool. So, anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. I mean, that division, the Vikings are running away with it, but like they could easily finish second. Green Bay does not look great right now, so who knows? Like they could backdoor a playoff spot with a good run. But, anyways, Justin Fields in the end zone with his legs. That's the prop there. And then we go. We've had the battle of the kitty cats. We're going the battle of the birds. It's the Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Um, again, divisional matchup for you, Hanker. Uh, these games are tough to pick. It's in Arizona, so it's not in Seattle. Seattle's uh, known for that rowdy little noise in their stadium. But, uh, but yeah, this is an interesting one. DeAndre Hopkins back for Arizona. He's been uh, 
I mean, he's been exceptional for sure. He's been putting up numbers, but uh, but they've been falling short. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Why? What makes it harder to pick if it's a divisional game? This is a. It, I'm, it, this is where I show my cards that I know nothing uh, about well, football. It, I think I've been holding I, my own so far, but. <laughs> Yeah, your your lock your Lando lock record really shows that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming out of the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> We're room it's a deep for cellar. It. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things that Zach can maybe chime in after. But it's like, first of all, they play each other every year, twice a year, so they're more familiar with each other. The games, like, they don't necessarily mean more, but they kind of mean more. You know, you're, it's a divisional game. You're competing with those guys directly to, to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs. And that division right now is an absolute toss-up. So it's it's a very important game. Yeah. They play more Especially, games, though, wouldn't I there be more Cardinals... data points? Sorry, payoff. Yeah. That's, I think that kind of leads into why they are better games and tougher to pick is because they know each other so well. But, okay. And I think... The Cardinals beat the Seahawks, or the Seahawks beat the Cardinals at home this year already. I think so. Yeah, like they splitting, did. Splitting the division series is big for like playoff picture. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just a lot more rides on it. But you're right, Hanker. Like, there's there's a lot more, you know, tape data points, things to go off for those games. Whereas, you know, when you cross over, you know, you're only playing that team once, and you you know, you're not spending as much time thinking about them, kind of thing. So. Those games are always bigger. And then uh, the next prop we've got here, it's Hanker's favorite. And this is a game that at the start of the year, you probably would have said, wow, this this game could easily be set at maybe 50 points. Uh, but it's the Rams versus Bucks, and it's the over-under in the line set at 43 and a half right now. So last week, we absolutely hammered the over. Lions, Dolphins. This week... Two struggling offenses. I mean, Tom Brady's, you know, he's looking like he's regretting everything he's done this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt Stafford, were they pretenders? I don't know. They won the Super Bowl, so it's hard to say. But uh, but they don't look great either. So, Zach, what do you, I know you're a big overs-unders guy. And actually, I know you're a big overs guy. What do you think about that line in that game? Uh, this one's, I don't know. I hate both these teams. I, I would want to pick the over, but I think it's going to be an under. Okay. There you go. So that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a funky one right there. Um, up next, we've got everyone's favorite prop. It's, will the opening kickoff of the Sunday Nighter be a touchback? And for those of you following along at home, uh, no was on a real run. And then last week, we had a yes. So, uh so it's just back up in the air. We were uh, we used the roulette analogy last last week. Uh, you know, ride the hot hand, ride black until it's not black, and uh, now we've got a red in there with the yes. So this will be interesting this week where where the crowd sways. Last week it was heavily swayed to no, and it went yes. So we'll we'll have to see this week again. The Sunday nighter is the Chiefs and the Titans. So. Uh, Chiefs kicker is uh, Harrison Butker. Guy can guy can wheel it through the end zone for sure. I, who's Tennessee's kicker this year? I don't even know. You guys know? Fat Randy. Fat is Randy it, Bullock, I think. Is it I'm Fat Randy? Sure. Still? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Revenge tour. 
gets the whole so, league. I mean, with off. that Randy and Harrison Butker on on the line, uh, that yes is looking awfully promising. But uh, but again, you never know. You never know. And then uh, the final question before the first mate, we've got a Sunday nighter question. And this one, a little controversial almost because uh, last or two weeks ago before the bye, Isaiah Pacheco, the running back for the Chiefs, was named the starter. He only got three carries in that game. Uh, and, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who was the starter before that, ended up taking the bulk of the workload. So the prop this week is which of these teammates is going to rush for more yards in the Sunday night game. That's rushing yards specifically between Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, two fun and, names to say no matter how you slice it. You just put yeah, that in there I mean, so you could whip a few accents, didn't you? Clyde edwards <laughs> Hilaire or Hilaire, depends who you ask. And Isaiah, spelt wrong, Pacheco. <laughs> You're nailing the pronunciation too. Good job. <laughs> okay, Pacheco. with that, um, that Pacheco. brings us to our final prop question of the week. Uh, we've got our first mate, Zachary. Hit us with it. Well, I thought this one was appropriate after last week's uh, – Three plus TD games. The mm-hmm. what we have four, four I think last week, and then the fifth if you count McCaffrey's throwing TD as well. So for this week, I did. Is any player in the league going to score three plus TDs? Big weeks and big games, but. And to clarify, McCaffrey's wouldn't count this week because it has to be a rushing or receiving touchdown. It can't be a throwing touchdown. So quarterbacks unless they run for three or whatever, catch one and run for two, uh, not going to count. So, yeah, eight, three. Who were the guys last week? I know Kamara had three. A.J. Brown in the first half. A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown in the first half for the Eagles. Uh, Tony Pollard. Tony He's a Pollard. good fantasy guy. If you need to, get, if you don't have Tony Pollard on your fantasy team, pick him up. And trade, like, whatever you can. First rounders for him, I would. And then dunk it for him, too. <laughs> Zach's got Tony Pollard on his team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eager to him, so. Whoa, you have the opportunity to buy Tony Pollard. Do whatever you can to do that. Yeah. Buy, buy, yeah. buy. <laughs> this is okay, uh, so that AJ go. Brown highlight. Well, highlights. When he. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like the yeah. same thing three times. And I'm like, oh, he. I thought I could have sworn I saw him do that like double point thing. I guess maybe he did. Oh, it's just the exact same play again, and then he does that. It was the same route, I think. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, awesome. his touchdown celebration was electric. He first of all, he just like absolutely torches this guy, grabs it. There's he's in double coverage, and then he points at the one who's on the ground, points at the other who's on the <laughs> ground, and then so good. chucks it up. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was pretty sick. I mean, the Eagles look really good right now. Oh, yeah. He. Uh, I mean, he's a difference maker for sure. He looks like a freak athlete. But, uh, but yeah, the Eagles, that, that was sick. I was trying to think. There was one other good TD celebration last week. Oh, no, no, no. I know what I, I was thinking of. It was uh, Kenneth Walker for the Seahawks. He had a rushing touchdown. And I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, he basically is supposed to run to the right. It kind of gets blocked off. He cuts back to the left. 
and DK Metcalf is is like isolated on the outside with a cornerback and he starts running like he's going to catch a pass so he's throwing his arms out like the ball's about to come and the DB keeps putting his arms up he's not looking back and Kenneth Walker basically once he cut back left got to walk this thing into the end zone cuz the DB never turned around he didn't know it was a run and and DK Metcalf points back at him and gives him the dead sign <laughs> he's like I just have- he this guy on a, on a pass. Yeah, yeah Kenneth, that was a sick run by Kenneth Walker. Another guy, if you don't have him, pick him up. Say <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, he's uh, he's been a difference maker. I, I will, I'll tell you a quick story. I, I'm in way too many fantasy leagues. I'm in five, but uh, I, I try, you know, as the season goes on to get similar guys on all my rosters. So I had Kenneth Walker in one league that I drafted and I, I was lucky enough to hang on to. And then uh, in one of the leagues, a guy offered me a trade, Michael Pittman and Kenneth Walker for Amon Ross, St. Brown and Kareem Hunt. And at the time it wasn't looking great. And then literally I, I saw Rashad Penny goes down and I accepted the trade instantly, <laughs> which is a greasy move. Like greasy. You know, I'm absolutely just playing on the injuries here. It'll probably come back to bite me because Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, he's that guy's that guy's a beast. And I didn't really need the running back help, but Kenneth Walker's kind of holding my flex spot down now. So Anyways, it uh, I felt greasy, but you know I I want to win the money. I'm not doing that well in some leagues. I gotta I gotta take it where I can get it. Yeah. Well, at this point now, you, Doggy, you rely Doggy. on one mortgage mortgage payment a year from fantasy winnings. You're you're that much of a lock that you know, or you guys don't have heat for for January if you don't win any of these. Yeah, it's it's, it's basically like. I buy these Christmas gifts, and if if I don't win a couple fantasy leagues, I got to take them back from the people I give them to, because because uh, <laughs> that's where that's where it comes from. Jack's getting a tennis ball for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so that that runs through the the props this week. Uh, we're gonna get into the land ho locks of the week. Uh, Zach, are you ready to give us one? You got one queued up. Oh, yeah, I got one big time. Right. And not to be selfish with the fantasy team again, but this is another guy that if you don't have him, go get him. Pay whatever the person wants. I'm taking Jamal Williams to score more fantasy points than uh, Mr. DeAndre Swift this week. He's a beast. He's always been a beast all year. He's going to be a beast this week too. Okay. Okay. I love that. I love that. Uh, look at that. Jamal Williams. So guys, if you spent a high draft pick on DeAndre Swift, maybe just trade him outright for Jamal Williams. Uh, that would be good because I've got Jamal Williams in a couple leagues and I would use DeAndre Swift if you got him. Um, okay. I love that. Hanker, what do you got for us? Landho lock of the week. Well, I'm on a one week winning streak here. So, uh, I, I'm not going to apologize for taking this one because uh, I desperately need a win here. I, Based on what uh, AWS Next Gen Stats has, uh, has afforded me here, the onside kick question seems like it's an absolute lock that there will not be one recovered. Uh, so I'm going to take that. Uh, I think the odds are probably very much in my favor, which I need. 
But hey, as we've learned, I possess the ability to uh, change the course of fate. So maybe some uh, franchise out there will thank me for, for taking the other side of this one. And we'll see the second recovered one of the year. So, you, yeah, you've heard it there first, folks. Uh, pretty much guaranteed that a team is going to recover an onside kick now that Hanker has taken the obvious no. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to seeing that onside kick be recovered by somebody. Um, for me, I uh, I got to be honest, the ones that are burning me this year are the anytime rushing touchdown mm-hmm. scores. And I see Justin Fields and he's just staring me in the face. But I think what I'm gonna do, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna double up on the uh, the battle of the birds here. I, uh, I I I just don't think the Cardinals are are a team that's that's gonna do anything this year that's worthwhile. And Seattle has somehow been sneaky. They're gonna go on the road, and I'm gonna take them to outright beat the Cardinals this week in Arizona. So I'm locking in Seahawks to win outright over the Cardinals. Geno Smith guy. Plus 110, so that's a plus bet. Let's go, Geno. Okay, guys, so there you got it. Um, Zach McDonald, he's going to go with Jamal Williams outscoring DeAndre Swift in fantasy points. That's standard scoring. Okay, so PPR and all those fancy leagues. No, out the window. This is... If you get 10 rushing yards, you're getting a point. If you get a touchdown, you're getting six. Rack it up, Jamal Williams. Hanker, um, I mean, I don't know if it's his time of the month or what's going on, but he, uh, he definitely, yeah, coward, tail between his legs, takes the, the, the obvious there will be no onside kick recovered, which now likely means there will be an onside kick mm-hmm. recovered. And, and I'm going Battle of the Birds, and, and I don't even know what a Seahawk is. I know what a Cardinal is. It's that nice little red bird. You see him every once in a while. A Seahawk, is that a seagull? Is that a, you know, well, I don't even know. But the Seahawks are going to win this one over the Cardinals. It's a bigger bird, I have to imagine, and the big bird's going to come to play. Yeah. You don't know what it is, but it's got to be bigger. Yeah. you got to wonder – when you go to name an NFL franchise, and I don't know the history of the Seahawks at all. I know that Paul Allen owns them, right? He's like the Microsoft billionaire that isn't Bill Gates. Yeah. So does he just like, like, oh, shit, you need a name here, Paul. And he just, you know, like the family guy scene looks out the window and there's a shit hawk flying by. He's like, uh, yeah, sea, seagull, Seahawks, yeah. that's us. P... Tear Griffin. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is I'm gonna lie, guys. Is a big tax shield for me. Uh, call it the fucking Seahawks. I don't care. I got Microsoft Excel to go build. No. It's the most banged bird that they had on the search engine because only forty people use it. <laughs> <laughs> the most banged bird. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. Well. Well. Let's hey, guys. Let's just do maybe a little. Uh, what do we? A focus group here. Um, you know, we're, we're the owners of uh, the Washington football team, and we've got to come up with a name for them heading into this season. Of course, they land on the Commanders. That's a trash name. Let's uh, round the horn just quick. You, you know, what would you have named the Washington team? Well, Hank, go I mean, ahead. 
yeah, you, you I mean, like you want to, cause, cause sure. I mean, you, you can't pick probably a more, uh, ugly name, uh, in hindsight than Redskins. Like they're not even really trying, uh, to hide the racism there. But I do think somewhere deep down, there's a degree of homage that's being paid to the Native Americans who really shaped these great lands before the Europeans came over. So I think like I would have loved to keep some kind of nod. I mean, there are a handful of teams in major sports still named after Aboriginal groups uh, that are perfectly fine. The Braves come to mind. Um, I think I'd the Washington... Yeah, Hanker, I'm going to stop you there. Um, are you trying to get our podcast canceled right now before you say your name? Or you, you're sick and tired of doing this? Is that what's happening? No, I, 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 I'm a, you know, you're, <laughs> you're the first person that comes to mind when I think, you know, indigenous rights and, and just sort of forwarding that cause. So for me, I think you go with something very classy, kind of like the Braves. You go the Washington... Oh, we should bleep that out. Can we bleep that out? <laughs> yeah, bleep that out. I'll, I'll throw a bleep. I'll throw a bleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alliteration, so then you get WW, you know? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Wallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, yeah, there you it. Uh, we've had legal trouble, and now we've got some political trouble. <laughs> Zach, I, uh, Zach I a little more something we don't have to bleep. Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. I liked the Washington football team. I thought that was a cool name. Like the WTF, WFT, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I – sounds crazy, but either the Washington Bidens in honor of uh, the commander-in-chief mm-hmm. could change it every year. The sleepy every four Joes. years, yeah, Well, yeah, sorry, every four years. Well, yeah, every four yeah. years. What they're doing right now anyway, so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the football team. They should have kept that. Okay, okay. I love it. Um, I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for, like, WW, like, you know, like, Arizona Cardinals. That doesn't sit well with me. I want Arizona Alligators or Arizona Apples. Alliteration you know what I mean? year. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, I, this has nothing to do with Washington, but it's the first thing that comes to mind. And it kind of sounds like combat. So I would have gone Washington Wombat, because every sports team ends with an S pretty well. But I would have been the Washington Wombats and just gone out there, maybe embrace, you know, maybe you do a road game in Australia. You know, they're, they're in London, they're in Munich, they're in Mexico. Why not fly to Australia, hit a wombat game? You know, that'd be kind of fire. So, yeah, yep. Washington Wombats. I think that's probably the one. Um, we're not going to do a poll for this one. We're going to cut this entire section. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. The focus group. No, that's good. I think, um, you know, forcing the alliteration by by naming a, an animal that's only ever been in Washington in a zoo, it makes a lot of sense. I think you can... You could really rally a cause behind it. But fuck, you know what? Honestly, not that much worse than the commanders. Yeah. yeah. The commies. The commies. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, guys, with that, we're uh, we're pretty close to the end here. Unless you guys got something pressing, Zach, do you have anything uh, you'd like to sprinkle in at the end here for us? A great first. Uh, yeah, very the only well one that I had. Pardon me. Sorry about that. I didn't well, mean to cut you off. I, I was just saying, what a, what a first mate. You know, we've kind of gone from one end of the spectrum last week. Our first mate question was, who's hotter? Tom Brady well, yeah. or Allen? John has stole that. I was going to do that this week, and then I thought it'd be unoriginal. So <laughs> Who would you have gone, though? Who, which two guys? This week? Yeah. Hottest. Well, 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 give us your pick last week, and then give us two new faces this week. Yeah. My pick last week, Josh Allen takes that 10 times out of 10 all day long. I don't know who is voting for Tom Brady in that situation. He's ugly, yeah, that- and he's made of plastic. And That's he's divorced. Criminal. Yeah. Um, but uh, this week, I I would have gone uh, maybe a little off the board. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Ryan Tannehill, just two handsome fellas. Yes. Okay. Okay. Kelsey, yeah. Now, I don't know if, you know, it, it does seem like we might be a racist podcast. We've only gone white guys, uh, you know, so far. There are a uh, majority of uh, players in the league are not uh, white so uh, okay, we'll have to maybe cue that up for a for a future pod. Uh, maybe get some handsome black guys in there. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You can. But yeah, it's obviously can, Kelsey. Yeah, Canvas Kelsey here, but Ryan Tannehill is low key healthy. What are you, Le'Veon Bell? Not in the league. Alicia yelled down from uh, upstairs. Le'Veon Bell. He's not even playing. He just got knocked out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in a celebrity he's not in the league, so. match. Thanks for the help, Alicia. Maybe stay she, upstairs. She says she's hot. She's obviously just looking at his downstairs. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. best looking non-white guy in the league is Saquon Barkley. If you ask me, guy has tree trunks. Leg man. Yeah. So you're an ass guy, eh, Hanker? <laughs> yeah. yeah, goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Saquon is hot. I'll have to give it to you. And, and he's been hot for everybody scoring. Uh, you know, that guy's been been electric. Electric factory. Yeah. Hot and electric. Hot and dangerous, some would say. Good catch us on. Mm-hmm. Now, for uh, I got one final question, I guess, for you. Um, I know your Landho locks parlay. Probably not going to have the option for Jamal Williams' fantasy points more than uh, DeAndre Swift. No. Could I throw in another maybe lock for the parlay? We I'm sure, yeah, please do, actually. Yeah. The other two should be good, right? Uh, I don't know if you can bet on the onside kicks, though, actually. So I might, yeah, yours I might, might be screwed. So let's, let's see what Zach's got, and then, Hanker, maybe you audible yeah, okay. for the parlay. I guess this one's uh, – I, li- I like Jeff or Je- Justin Jefferson for two or more this week. I think he's going to have a big week. Okay, look at that, eh? So, so Zach yeah. comes at us with the the three or more touchdowns, and then he yeah. offers up a guy who has been good. He's only found the end zone once. Twice, he says. Twice this year. Oh, twice That's this it. year, but he's yeah, going to do game. that this week. And Minnesota, yeah. I mean, they're they're playing the Commanders. We've got the sack prop in there. But if you want to sprinkle a little money on Justin Jefferson, do you have that up in front of you, Zach? What's the What's the plus money there? Justin Jefferson. I don't know if they'd have it out yet. No, it doesn't look good. Okay, not up yet, but it, but it's got to oh, be okay. sort of like plus 800. It'll be plus money. It'll be plus 180. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, two TDs. Yeah, yeah plus yeah. 800, plus 700. Yeah. 
So plus 700. So that means you bet 100, you're winning 700, 800 back in the piggy bank for you. Let's go. So what's our card then? We've got uh, Seattle outright, money line. Seattle outright, Justin Jefferson, two or more TDs. And then you're going to have to audible because the onside kick probably won't be a prop. Yeah. And I guess not even, maybe, God, I just, I really don't want to ruin this for you guys. So um, I should probably just go for a money line as well. Uh, Let me just look at who's up this week. Who's the biggest spread? It's probably the Bills over the Jets. Uh, Chiefs Titans too would be, I think, yeah, 12 and a half for both or 13 for both, I think. Okay, well, maybe do the Sunday night or Hanker so we get that suspense all the way to Sunday night. It might Andy be Reed wrong by. by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's Titans. But you'll have Chiefs. an early. And this That'd be nice. That'd be a 1 well. o'clock game, 4 o'clock game, 8 o'clock game, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we Titans, go. Chiefs, we got it. 12 and a half point spread for the Chiefs. Wow. Okay, well. How about this? I'll go. Ooh, no, the Titans are starting not good. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. It's twelve and a half points. Yeah, yeah. cover and the both spread. Both teams are five and both teams are five and two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Maybe give me read Titans off a on the spread. Oh. Okay, Titans to cover. Derrick Henry season. Hey, tell it. you what, Hanker, yeah. if. Uh, if a cash out's available, come in at eight o'clock. Maybe give Zach and I a call. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. Money there. Hey, uh, I don't know if you've got AWS open in front of you, but can you run this one real quick for me? Is or are we in plus money here? Should we just cash this one? <laughs> I'll keep my laptop open. I'll keep her going. Beautiful. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that wraps it. Uh, that was week nine. In the crow's nest, uh, we had a wonderful guest here, AWS Zatry McDonald. This guy knows his stuff inside and out, and he is willing to sell you Tony Pollard for a first, second, and third round pick. Uh, mm-hmm. No yeah. first come, first serve. Uh, Hanker, anything else to wrap up? We're still on that e-transfer train. We want to get some bodies in for November, guys. Remember, November, you're probably growing a mustache. You know, you, you don't have, it might be no nut November. We'll tell you what, we'll give you a nut at the end of the month. You fill out four sheets, $10 each time. And uh, who knows, you'll be taking home a little treasure at the end of the month. Nothing left for me. You pretty much covered it there. Let's have our best Thanks weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. Mateys, I'd like to say thank you to our crewmate, First mate, Zachary McDonald. It's been hankering, little Ricky. And you're sailing along in the crow's nest. Till next time. Toodaloo.